This is Wednesday night. You serve us here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Wednesday Church on this April the 20th, 2022. Youth Director Paul Allen bringing the message tonight. We'll start off with the Youth Praise Team singing Drops in the Ocean.
promises I cannot break, and I know you will never change. Your love is, your love is, your love is loyal. Your love is, your love is, your love is loyal. More faithful than the rising sun, this grace for me I can outrun. Your love is, your love is, your love is loyal. With my world shakes, your love remains unshaken. So constant, so perfect, unwavering. With my world falls, your love remains unfailing. So You know, was one more announcement, and I forgot, as Paul's coming, that's all right. Um, David did contact, I announced Sunday, uh, a piano player, um, candidate. He's, he is interested in Pine Level. David talked to him. Where's David? There he is. David uh, talked to him this week, and the next step is David's going to set up uh, time to, for him to talk to all the deacons, and we're going to try to move forward very quickly with that. So uh, um, he is around the area, I think uh, down in Wilson, and actually is wanting to relocate up into this area uh, of Pine Level. So uh, be praying and be uh, uh, thinking about uh, that, and uh, we'll let you, we'll give you an update as we progress. Thank you, Brother Paul. How we doing? Good. You see, last time they put the little ones up, now this time they put Ashland up there with a new song for me to follow, so thank y'all. No pressure. Um, reminder, we are going to be serving the um, senior adults this time. 
uh, Miss Florence had asked me about what I was, what we were going to cook, and apparently, chitlins, neck bone, collard greens, and pinto beans want the right answer. <laughs> so I figured we'd change it up. So we're not having chitlins, neck bone, and pinto beans. So y'all feel free to come on. Um, tonight we're going to start out. This is going to be a little bit different, even for me, but. Uh, figured I needed to read a scripture to explain everything before I got started. John 7, 16 and 17. Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but, is, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether it be I speak it myself. He's saying here, what I'm about to teach you didn't come from me. It came from God. And if a man speaks it, it's the same as if it comes from God or Jesus himself. Because when all this started happening and coming upon me in my head and everything, you know, I was sitting there getting thoughts together, and then it's like, you, you really want me to do this? Are you sure? Oh, no, no. And then you get started typing, and then you're like, are you really sure you want me to do this? Okay, that's fine. So what we're about to go is, it's been dealing with me for a little while, and I've had to stop and start several times, but we're going to give it a try. Um... If you look for it, you're going to find it. If you look for evil, you're going to find it. It don't matter where you look. Even in the church house, you can find evil. If you look for negativity and doom, you're going to find that too. No matter where you look. But if you look hard enough, you can find God, you can find love, and you can find inspiration. And... It's not always easy to find. Sometimes you really got to look for it. You can't just look here and see it. You've actually got to dig and look. But if you look for it, you will find it. Um, tonight, um, I've got a, my message is about a, a true event in history, about actual people from history. Um, the way I always like Jesus' teaches whenever he taught parables. So tonight, this is going to be kind of like a parable. We start out on December 7, 1940. What happened that day? No. December 7, 1940, Lieutenant Commander Edwin Layton arrived at Pearl Harbor. He was the new intelligence officer for the whole Pacific Fleet under Admiral Kimmel. He's in Hawaii in November, with you, in December. Y'all know what the average temperature in Hawaii is in December? The average high of 80 degrees. A low of 60 degrees. I mean, that's nice considering he came from New York whenever he was growing up. But he was reunited with one of his friends, Lieutenant Commander Joseph Rochefort. 
He was the officer in charge of breaking codes for the Navy. He was stationed at Pearl Harbor. Both of them had been on a detachment over to in Japan in the 1930s. They became good friends because they had something in common. They both liked puzzles. They both liked breaking codes. So what they were trying to do was they put these two together and they were trying to figure out what the enemy was going to do next. Where they were going to be and how they were going to go. But we weren't at war. But still, they were trying to figure out everything that was going on. And I mean, he's got it made. He's got his wife, his kids. He's working with one of his friends. I mean, he's in Hawaii. I mean, they're wearing shorts in December. So then in late November, he comes up and tells his boss, Admiral Kimmel, he says, look, we've lost a good part of the Japanese Navy. He said, we don't know where they're at. He said, they could sail up into Pearl Harbor tomorrow for all we know. Well, Kimmel was split between what he's telling him and what Washington's telling him. Washington is saying that there's no, no worry. There ain't nothing wrong. You're going to be okay. He's kind of complacent, like a lot of times we get. A lot of times we look outside on Sunday morning, it's raining, it's cold, it's nasty, so what do we do? We ain't got to go to church today. We can watch it right here on this TV. So that happens this Sunday, and then it happens the next Sunday, and then the next Sunday. Pretty soon we ain't going to church no more. We ain't sending our ties in, but when somebody asks, yeah, yeah, we go to Pine Level of Yonder. Doesn't it happen? All too often, I mean, we, there's a whole lot of folks now that that's the way they think they go to church. But it ain't the same. Sitting at home, watching it on TV is not the same as being here in person. I was stuck at home in the recliner for three months watching it on TV, I can tell you. But he had got complacent. And now his bosses is telling him, you ain't got nothing to worry about. What would he do? All his bosses keep saying was, hey, look, they're trying to go for peace. They do not want to go to war with us. They've got too much going on. We are not, we're not on their radar. Um, and that's how we get. We get complacent. Before long, we're sitting there. We ain't going to church. We ain't worried about church no more. We're going to the ball game. We're going to the beach. We're going to do something else. And we've completely backslidden from church altogether. But lo and behold, December 7, 1941, what he was worried about came true. The Japanese did attack Pearl Harbor. The first thing he did was he secured his wife and kids. The second thing he did is he went to work. Whenever we go into hard times, first thing we need to do is take stock of the situation and then start praying. 
Because when we try to go it alone, that's when we fail. He knew he couldn't go this alone. He knew he couldn't figure out everything that was going on on his own, so he went to work. First thing he wanted to know was what did we miss? Because a lot of the times when it comes to events in our life and reasons for us being in situations that we are somebody else, the first thing we need to know is what did we miss? What signs did we miss that got us into this position? Second, do we know where they come from? Which direction did they come from? Is there something that we can do to stop this now? Or is there something that we can do to prevent it in the future? That was all he was worried about. He wasn't worried about himself. He was just trying to stop what was happening at the time and get as much information because he knew that he was going to be asked those same questions. Where did they come from? How do we miss this? You know, what, what, what's going on? You know, sometimes we get too busy listening to the wrong things and we just don't hear what God's got to say to us. We always need to keep listening. That's what he was doing. He was listening to his surroundings. He was trying to figure out what was going on around him so he can direct other folks and tell them what's going on. False prophets are all around us and they're still trying to tear the church down and to tear the people away from church. They wizard their way in and slowly drive a wedge in everything. That happens today. We listen to the wrong things. We listen to the wrong information. We get folks coming in that say they have this going on and they say that what they're doing is for the Lord, but when really it's just for their own personal benefit. They just want the glory for them. They don't want to give it away. They don't think that God can talk to people anymore. They think that what they want is what God wants. And that ain't always the case. They want to say and do things that ain't of the Lord, but in his name. But soon after the attack, Admiral Kimmel was replaced by Admiral Chester Nimitz. And after he got, after Nimitz came in, he got settled down. Leighton went up to him and said, Hey, I'm Commander Edward Nathan. Um, I'm the intelligence officer here, but I just want you to know in light of recent events, I'm putting in the go on a destroyer. You see, he was ashamed of what happened because he thought he failed. He went to him with a message, but he didn't go through. So he thought he failed. So he said, hey, you know, he's going to replace me anyway. I'm going to give him an easy way out. I'm going to volunteer for another duty assignment. That way, Maybe I can do a little good. But what happened? Nimitz said, why? 
why do you want to go do that? All too often, that's the way we do. We sit here and we try to tell somebody something. Hey, look, this, you know, we probably don't need to do this, or this is the way we need to do, or the Lord just said, tell you I love you. And you may or may not get heard. So what happens? We think we failed. And when we fail, we quit. Rather than praying and seeing what we really need to do and really how we need to get a message across, we quit. Whenever we quit, that's when the devil wins. But he said, why? Why do you want to quit? He says, I was the intelligence officer for the biggest intelligence disaster in American history. Right there, he took the weight of the whole world on his one shoulders. He took the weight of that whole incident and he put it all on his shoulders. Too often, we try to take on tasks that are too big for ourselves. We try to put 100, church, 100 people in a church at one time. That's too much. But if we go for one person in a church 100 times, that's a whole lot easier. But he asked him, didn't you try to warn my predecessor? He says, I need someone who has faith in themselves, faith in their team, and someone who will not make the same mistake twice. You know, that's the main thing. Faith in us, faith in our people around us, and not making the same mistake twice. So when we lose our faith, we don't have a lot to go back on. When we go back, when we lose our faith, then we have to fall all the way back to hope. Because in the end, hope can relight your faith, but it takes a lot. But we really got to trust ourselves. If the Lord puts something on your heart, if He gives you a message, or if He lights a fire in you, you got to have faith in yourself to get it done. You can't go hide it. You can't give it away. I can't take it out of me and give it to anybody else. It's got to be me. If I was chosen, I'm the one that's got to deliver that message. If, somebody, if you're chosen, you're the only one that can tell that message. Nobody's going to do it like you do. He saw what he was capable of, just like God sees what we can do. He could have kicked him out. He could have kicked him while he was down. He could have beat him up. He could have done anything in the world. But he showed compassion, and he showed in faith of what he could do. He didn't see his failure. He didn't see his self-doubt, just like God. He shows us compassion and love in all of our struggles. He doesn't kick us when we're down. He lifts us up. He puts people around us so we can get our task done. If we try to do it alone, then we're alone. But if you have him with you, then you're never alone. 
I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. If he put it on your heart, if he put that fire in you, then he's going to get you to it. In Matthew 7 and 21, Not everyone saith to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven, everyone has a message for someone else to see. You may not have received it yet, or you may not be, or you may be holding on to it, but you need to deliver it. Everybody in here has got a purpose. Everybody in here has got a message. It may be the smallest of things, or it could be the largest of things. What seems small to you may be large to somebody else. It may be something simple. It may be something big. But the thing is, is we've all got to do it. Because if we don't, then somebody, and mainly us, is missing out. So we fast forward to May 1942. Again, Leighton and Rochford didn't agree with Washington on where the next attack would come from. So here it is, they're at odds again with the ones in Washington that's supposed to be knowing everything. They're telling him, this is what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen. So when he goes to Nimitz and says, hey, this is what, you know, this is what we're looking at, and he says, well, that ain't what Washington said. Well, this time he looked at him and said, well, Washington's wrong. That's the way we've got to be with the world. Because the world is going to tell you it's okay. Ten Heath bars is not a sin, Marcy. It's okay. <laughs> but it says in the Bible, one Heath bar is a sin. <laughs> but that's the way the world is. We have to sit there and say, the world, you're wrong. The world will try to condone things that we know are wrong. The world will try to condone it. But we have to sit there and say, no, you're wrong. We have to stand up for our faith. We have to stand up for what we believe in. Because if we're put in that situation, we're not being put there by ourselves. We're being put there with Jesus on our back. Jesus is the one telling you, you've got to fight. You've got to stand here. You're never alone. So they stood their ground, and he said, I need proof. Well, they gave him proof. They gave him a reason to believe what they were saying. If we don't study the Bible then we can't prove to folks what it says. We can't recite it, what it says, word for word. Whenever you can't recite it word for word, then that's 
leading somebody down the wrong path. That's letting somebody else win. Because the devil and his folks, they know what the Bible says too. They can recite it a whole lot better than most folks. But this time they won. Where they said it was going to happen was true. It was in June. It was a little battle called Midway. They come up and they were making plans. They said, hey, you know, we need to know how to plan for this. And he says, the only thing I can give you is the best guess. They said, well, let's have it. But it's all said and done. They were off five minutes, five miles, and five degrees. If you're talking about the whole Pacific Ocean, and you were off by five minutes of the attack, five miles and five degrees of the exact position that they were at, I think that's pretty good. See, there's only one man that was ever perfect in this world, and he died a few days ago. So for a human, that's pretty good. If we could get that good, then we'll be right in there. We fall short of the grace of God every day. But if he wakes us up tomorrow, we get to try it again. If we missed it today, we've hopefully got tomorrow. But tomorrow's never promised. So if you do something today, make sure you're not happy with it tomorrow. Because you don't ever know. We may die tonight, the rapture happen like right now, and we'll be gone. Anger, bitterness, sadness are all tools of the devil. They cause harm to one person. And it's not the one that it's aimed at. It's you. If you hold ill will towards somebody, if you're mad at them, if you're unhappy with them, they don't hurt them. It hurts you. It takes your joy out. It takes your joy away because you're missing out on a lot because of one person. You're missing out on the joys of life because of one thing. You got to let stuff like that go. You can't hold on to it because what happens is it's just like a cancer. If you hold on to that, then it just eats you up day in and day out. There's no way you can be happy. You just got to let it go and let them go. Until then, you're just as bad as whatever deed they done to you was. But it also prevents a closer walk with God because it's a wall. No matter how hard you pray, no matter how many times you ask for forgiveness, that wall's still going to be there. Because that anger 
and that bitterness is sitting right there on top of you. And every time you think of it, it just makes it that much worse. And ever who it is, it ain't messing with them. It's not affecting them one little bit. The other day I read a quote from Mark Twain. It says you're your own worst critic. Give yourself some slack. As Christians, all too often we're our own worst critic and we don't ever cut ourselves any slack. We don't ever give ourselves a break. We look at everything that we've done wrong and we let it get us down. But all we got to do is say, Lord, forgive me and help me to do better. But everybody's got a message, and everybody needs to send that message. Because if you don't, it's going to haunt you until you do, or it's going to rob somebody else from what they've got to do. And we need to let things go. We ain't no way we're going to grow until we let things go. Mr. Mack. You've been watching the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church. The Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church is located on 112 East Blanche Street. We welcome you to come and join us in worship every Sunday morning at 1030 a.m., every Sunday night at 6 p.m., and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Don't forget, if you can't join us in person, you can always join us via the internet through the website at pinelevelphc.org. You can watch our services, check out upcoming events, and lots more there at the website. You can also check out our app through Google Play or iOS App Store. Download the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church app. It's free to use, free to download. You can watch our services live or on demand. Check out other things about the church, even donate to the church through the link. If you have a Facebook account, go to facebook.com forward slash Pine Level PHC. Get notifications when we go live. Check out pictures and other upcoming events about our church. Just like our Facebook page, that's all you have to do. Also, YouTube is available for the YouTube subscribers. Search YouTube for Pine Level PH Church. Subscribe to our channel, get notifications when we go live, and you watch our services live or on demand. Don't forget, if you can't watch us, maybe you want to listen. Search for our podcast through your favorite podcast provider and listen to the services anywhere in the world. Don't forget about our new radio station. Go to our website or app for the quick link. And you can also just simply type in pinelevelphc.org forward slash radio. Radio stations playing good gospel music 24-7. Also, lots other programming is available for your enjoyment. So if you want to check that out, do so anytime and listen with friends around the world. For everyone here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, I'm Joey Perry. We hope to see you soon here at the Pine Pine Pentecostal Witness Church.